speak into the microphone. Make your presence be known. Are we here? We're we've been here. Don't dude. be afraid to take up space. I I'm terrified, dude. Keep it small. I like to make my lap a, into a table sometimes. That's a good good way to save space. What's up? Welcome to Locker Room Talk. <laughs> Matt Marin, Joe Gorman, Bobby Sheehan with our guest this week, comedian Stephen Wolf. That's uh, me. What's up, Stephen? Oh, just partying as always, yeah. you guys. Yeah, me and you were blabbering before the Yeah, we, we were chatting a bunch about all kinds of shit, food, candies, and then the thing, the topic that I wanted to save. You ha- yes, you said you were saving Pee Wee Herman for the podcast. It's Pee Wee. I'm mourning the loss. All right, still, All right, still. it's one. not old news for me. This is my life. He got, he got busted for CP, mon frere. So be careful. Yeah, the police I thought fucking. He was just, ra- no, I thought he was just jerking off in the movie theater. No, that was the tip of the iceberg. Really? for this purpose. I'm yeah. not gonna let you aim your guns at Pee Wee. Not today, <laughs> okay, Joe? Well, this is not the day. Fucking bang, bang, <laughs> you little fucking child. Fucking pornographer, peddler, bang, defender. Bang, bang, bang an eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's cool, right? Jerking it in a movie, in a public space that is kind of a private space. Yeah, but the movie that, that was playing a, was Little Rascals. It's a public so. space. I actually did, you know, I would always say if I had a time machine, I was going to go back in and time. jerk off during Little Rascals. <laughs> and save, first of all, you don't need a time machine to do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and save... <laughs> And say I was gonna go back in time and save Pee Wee Herman from getting caught jerking off. So like you would go in there and start sucking his dick all aggressively, (laughs) and then like the police would come in and arrest you for rape instead of arrest Pee Wee for indecent exposure. Exactly, you know, take the bullet from him. I'd say Pee Wee put it. Pee was like, I don't know. He came out of nowhere and started sucking my dick. It was crazy. But you know, I can't do that obviously. So what I did do is I looked up and I found the porno that he was jerking off to. Yeah. And I jerked off to it. What was it? Uh, I can't remember what it's called it now, like, but okay, one of those what was generic... the name of the gay porn he was watching <laughs> that he, he was so f- diligently masturbated to? He wishes, dude, honestly. I was watching it. It was like the most boring-ass, 70s-ass fucking porno. So many scenes in this porno. That would be so embarrassing <laughs> to be like... the like, movie Clue. Yeah. What if like the last video you jerked it to is what the public will know? That's, <laughs> that's terrifying, right? Ooh, that's what before you die, everyone ha- gets to see the last thing you jerked off. Like you're to. in court, you're bad. in court for any kind of crime. Yeah, and they're like, but you'll be, you can be exempt from this crime Ooh. if it's public knowledge the last video you jerked off to. That's not bad. It depends on what the crime you committed is. No, it's any yeah. kind of crime. You get one. I think for some, yeah, you get one. Then I for would some save crimes, that I would take it. No, would you take only that. can do it once in a lifetime. Okay. So, so like, then, say like public oh, so if you're like if you're like being arrested for shoplifting, it could be shoplifting. It could but be I'm just saying, then it's like you maybe don't want to do it yet because you want to save your get out of jail free. Well, not quite free, but get out of jail card by people seeing your porn. You may want to save it because I made you something worse than shoplifting down the road. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. There's but strategy then, involved. But here. then you don't know like what's the la- then you also have to be very diligent of what you're jerking off to. That's with true. the knowledge that it could be public knowledge at any point. Right. So I'm going to like jerk off to um, what's like a nice thing to jerk off to a sunset. Yeah. I'm like jerk off to a sunset and then murder somebody and then go to court and be like, yeah, go ahead. It would like Show the last thing I jerked off to. It would help curb like crime of passion. Like, oh, my God, I would love to fucking slit this guy's throat. But. I just jerked it to some CP. I got to fucking wait a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Then I, and then you try to fucking get one more jerk off sesh to kill the person, but you can't get hard. Yeah. Because your balls are already fucking depleted. Right. And you're like, God damn it. So you're trying to like fucking 
get your dick hard to fucking come so you can finally kill this guy. Give it yeah. a wag. That's yeah, a pretty yeah, fucking exciting uh, action film I just wrote. You can still come with a softie, though. Come with a softie? You can, it's possible. It's impossible, dude. It's possible. Not for me. It has to be Can't fucking be that rock soft. hard. It's possible, you guys. I've been at like maybe seventy to eighty percent and still come, but I can't be soft and come. You just gotta keep. You just gotta keep. Keep at it. You just have <laughs> like. Are you, are you just you like constantly dripping pre cum? <laughs> you gotta just keep going. Keep going. Pus is leaking. This is just <laughs> leaking out of my dick. This is very dis- a very disturbing revelation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I know. I did yeah, not yeah. know you could just keep going on a soft dick. Yeah. Always. Because I've never, believe it or not, I never tried to <laughs> just keep going on a soft dick. I honestly <laughs> learned it from Johnny Knoxville. Really? Really? Yeah, yeah. What else you learned from him? Hi, this is Johnny <laughs> Knoxville, and this <laughs> is jerking off with a softy. <laughs> so I imagine basically just an entire, like, uh, super rich group of, like, a kind of classic boardroom of all the rich people in the world, you know, mostly white guys, and then one, like, the Arab guy with the the, the garb, and then one, like, African warlord with, like, right. decor- military decorated Matumba. and shit like that. And they're there, and then the boardroom kind of brings them in, and they're like, hello, I'm here, and I'm auctioning off all of the footage of everyone in the world jerking off. Mm. How much do you think that's worth? A couple trillion. One trill? Two yeah. trillion. Well, because think about um, the amount of billionaires out there and how much they would pay for people not to see it. That's a good point. Yeah, exactly. It's so it all would about probably <coughs> add up to the trillions. Who do you think is thinks the most depraved billionaire of them all? The ones that we don't know. Yeah, that is true. Exactly. The yeah. ones that is so true. It's the Ooh. ones that are not famous. That's what everyone is always on. That's what I always pissed me off about the Jeffrey Epstein thing, too, is it just shows truly people's lack of imagination of what rich people are even up to. They're like, yeah. he's yeah. diddling little kids. You're just like, that's the most you can come up with. He's gotten billions of dollars. Like, that's yeah. literally the most creative you can yeah. get. Do you think that's why person. that's why Zuckerberg, you think Zuckerberg and Musk are like false flag billionaires to convince the world that, oh, most billionaires are just like autistic fucking weirdos that want to fight each other to give out a tough guy persona. Totally. But the real ones are like orchestrating wars like in succession. Yeah, no, um, t- totally. That's what it's all about. And also yeah. like for for their own personal game, you know what I mean? It's all about like literally just to keep their fucking amazing ass private jet that like they've customized so that you don't even hear the sound anymore. You know what I mean? They've customized the jets so that when you're on the plane, you don't hear plane sound Yeah, anymore. we make fun of like billionaires for stuff like that, but also it sounds amazing. And yeah, it's Dude. literally it's like, like oh, gotten... billionaires, you just want your private jet. I'm like, uh, if I had a private jet, I would want it also. <laughs> Every detail of life they've managed. That's also why I do think Jeffrey Epstein really did kill himself as well. I don't think he was murdered because it's truly the fact of it. It's like he had his life so controlled that it was like being able to spend a night without AC. He was like, absolutely not. Like, I'm going to kill myself right I now. I could see somebody like that in that situation killing themselves, in theory. Um, but also, now, fucking m- most importantly, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I'm not. AC, baby. You, when Hillary Clinton's yeah. involved. <laughs> do you think it was suicide or do you think it was Hari Kari? Mm. Mm. Yeah. And do you think at like, the last how moment, honorable. yeah, Jeffrey Epstein was redeemed through his death? Well, what did I think he was very into Japanese culture? Yeah. I think that's true. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? Two people don't talk about that. They always talk about how, like, oh, the Japanese are always killing themselves. There's a very high suicide rate. It's like yeah, they always ha- they've always loved that shit, dude. Yeah. It's like yeah. always been their favorite fucking thing, and they live for it. They live for killing themselves. 
How far, when, when, uh, Joe, as our uh, quarter Japanese yeah. representative, where does the Japanese suicide thing go back to? Is it before Hiroshima, Nagasaki? Yeah, man, it, go, it goes back to like fucking. It's like an honorable thing. Yeah, in seppuku. Japan. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking cool to kill yourself in Japan. Yeah. Oh, it's the latest rage. <laughs> you got to try this. Hey, Takoshi-san, you got to see this thing. It's the craziest thing. You die and you'll have a high honor. Don't cover your damn mouth like you're coughing. <laughs> you laughing. You laughing at racism, boy. Grade A racism. Grade A racism, because in Japanese culture, you don't want to get less than a grade A. Nice. Disappoint your parents. This is a top shelf of racism. Yes. Very good. You honor my family by being so racist. Uh, I like it. I like who's your favorite uh, Asian. Who's your favorite Asian? I guess Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla's <laughs> up there. Goku, Goku is pretty good. Oh, favorite Asian, Ash Ketchum. Ash Ketchum is a good Asian. I'm Ash like, Ketchum's up there. I'm racking my brain right now. I can't even yeah. think of. You can't think, you don't of, think any of any Asians. What was the name of that hentai you like so much? <laughs> Fucking Elementary Girls Seven or some shit like that. Well, oh, what about Alex Davenport? <laughs> <laughs> Now, now he's your buddy from the uh, the, <laughs> the open mic scene, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone, he's he needs to. All I know about him is just the same three jokes that he mm. says every time. Hans uh, Kim's another favorite Asian of mine. Oh yeah, that's he's, yeah. He is Asian. Oh, I my roommate's Asian. Oh, okay, there you go. You got an Asian. My roommate is Asian, and he, I you know didn't have shampoo, right? Yeah. So I was in the shower, and I I was like, I'm gonna use some of his shampoo, and. He's got Asian-smelling shampoo. It's like Uh-oh. sesame-y shampoo. He's making himself smell Asian. <laughs> <laughs> is it like an import from Isn't Japan? A little on the nose. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's like Asian's got Asian-y stuff, and like, but it smells. I'm smelling it. I'm like, it he smells calls, like... Uh, he calls like the Asian language Asian-y <laughs> stuff on it. It's got like... <laughs> It says shampoo in Chinese. You're like, look at that Asian-y stuff that's got on it. Yeah, yeah, the Asian ingredients. I know to him they're not they're not Asian ingredients. They're just ingredients. Asian but he's it's got but soy it's sauce. A on the <laughs> nose. What do they call Asian ingredients Asian and Asian ingredients? Ingredients. <laughs> yeah, it's a little on the nose. It's got general exactly. so's in it. But yeah, he smells. And I think then I'm suddenly I'm like, oh, it's not racist to say someone smells Asian. Yeah. Because smell- they're using Asian shit on them. They're covered in Asian materials. Yes. Which makes them smell Asian. Yeah, they it's gotta like catch them all. They got you. <laughs> smells like a lotus blossom what? and uh, steamed rice. Because we know what po- you know what Pokemon translates. So you know what that mean- pocket means. Pocket right? monster. Pocket monster. Yeah. I'll show you a pocket monster. I got a, po- <laughs> oh, yeah. I got a pocket monster. <laughs> I'll show you my you. onyx. But I love it. Yeah, it goes back. Circle back. Yeah, they love suicide and they love pedophilia. What is that? They it's love a, pedophilia. It's a beautiful culture. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love though he's saying that. <laughs> I when I started playing Zelda. The f- that the he starts off Link for the first like probably he's got no clothes on in that f- in that Breath of the Wild. It starts yeah. off he's completely he's nude fourteen year old yeah. boy. Breath so of the Pee Wild. Herman yeah. was into Asian culture too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, How they rated is they rated Pee Wee to bring it back. Yeah. They raided Pee Wee Herman's house when uh, the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off also got busted for CP. Whoa. Yeah. And they were like, oh, okay. Well, the guy who. He bought his CP from Pee Wee Herman also bought stuff from. But Pee Wee Herman bought like boxes and boxes and boxes of antique photographs and, um, you know, kind of like keech like 1950s sort of (laughs) stuff. Pardon my French, Herman. Yeah. But you're an asshole. So, uh, yeah, eventually they looked at some stuff and they're like, maybe in some of these photos it's possible 
that they could be under 18. But mm-hmm. it's hard to tell because like yeah. they're so old and the quality. It's not like yeah. it's not like you're jerking off to it. It's unjerkable. Unjerkable. Yeah. It's yeah, impossible. Yeah. Your Honor, I'm not defending here, <laughs> Mr. Herman. I couldn't have possibly jerked off to any of these portraits. It doesn't look like a supple teenager that would elicit such sensations in one genitalia. It looks like a pixelated snowman or a yeti. It's impossible to pleasure oneself. He would have to be locked up in a loony bin to do so. And if he is insane, he certainly cannot be convicted in the fine state of Pennsylvania for possession, distribution, and indulgence of child pornography. Chapter 1, Article 2, Section 3 of the Unjerkable Clause (laughs) says my client is innocent. How did Pee Wee Herman get, like, the movie theater story? What were the details of that? Like, was he jerking off and the cops came in? Someone, yeah. like, called the cops? They, uh, they, they found him by his uh, gray suit and red bow tie he was wearing at the time. <laughs> like, they were like, wait cop- a minute. And then they held up a VHS copy of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. And you're like, could it be? And then he was like, look at And then, like, right as he came, he went, that's ah! not his- and they, then they, were they like, came to him. the back where they're like, that's not as big of an adventure as I thought you'd have. Uh, I do wonder, though, it's like, what do they just like have a sting on? Was it? Is it just a bunch yeah. of gay guys jerking off with each other and then they like have a sting I, I on think it, it was essentially? Straight, I think it was like back in like the early days where like a porn theater was also for straight men who just needed to bust a load but didn't want to rent a VHS. Yeah, tape. wasn't it uh, Fred Willard y'all caught jerking off in a movie theater, too? I really? Think. Yeah. But that was like later in life. It wasn't like yeah, because I saw it was like he was on Letterman and he was like, "I'm trying to enjoy a movie." Like he joked about it. Yeah, but it's also like, damn, dude, like just fucking download it on your smartphone. Yeah, like that was like an age where it was completely unacceptable to be fucking busted for that. Well, I guess like, I mean exactly. it almost makes he's me on TV. He's got a VCR. It's definitely yeah. a thing that he liked to just be like. It definitely was a thing. He had never had a wife. He never had kids. He just liked to like. Have a weird like asexual yet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pee-wee Herman. He must have just liked to just be. He in never the had a wife or anything. Exactly. Now, look, now he yeah, died yeah. alone, dude. He must have been a very worth? secretive like. But I mean, he must have been a gay guy, right? It must have just been a very like secret. I mean, also situation. just the most unfortunate thing for anyone to ever get caught with their dick out in public and your name is Pee-wee. <laughs> but that's the best part. Is but that's the best part because we first of all also there's that detail like we can't possibly understand this what the actual severity of the scandal is like how the public at the time actually viewed such a Him like that scandal like how we would yeah. view yeah. that scandal at the fucking yeah. time like, we, we didn't have, have no social idea. media so it was all very biased where it was like Pee Wee Herman caught jerking off and we were like oh shit bad but like if we had like an open forum. Everyone would have like an I am Spartacus moment of like, well, I jerked off at a gay porno theater. Yeah. No, too. I too yeah, yeah. jerked That's off at true. a gay porno yeah. theater. Uh, God damn. No one knew to come forward. And now, look, Pee Wee Herman died in obscurity. If it <laughs> happened, <laughs> yeah. If it happened today, he'd have a podcast on Gas Digital. But then, hey, knock that off. But then that's the best part is he still was able. Remember, he like it's not he was still working through the 90s. Like he, Barely. he was in Batman. Too. He was in Dunstan Checks In, Mystery Men, amazing fucking movie. But who was canceled was just Pee Wee. It's crazy to actually that he just foisted the blame. Yeah, because it's not like Pee Wee yeah, was jerking. It's like it was Paul, Paul Rubens, Rubens, what do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> like, it wasn't me, Your Honor. It was Pee Wee. They asked to speak to Pee Wee. It's like Pee-wee Hulk Hogan Herman. when he was in court, and they were like, uh, "On the Howard Stern show, you had a ten inch said you had a ten inch penis." He's like, "Hulk Hogan has a ten inch penis. Yeah. Terry Bollea <laughs> does not have a ten inch penis." Exactly. <laughs> it's amazing you have that kind of out. It's impressive. Amazing. I wish I had that. Do you? I spent four years as Nick Matthews as a pro wrestler. I can just say a whole bunch of shit that Nick Matthews does. Oh, yeah. Look at you, former Nick, Nick Matthews. Nick Matthews doesn't suffer from premature ejaculation. 
When is he coming back, Nick Matthews? He can't. He died. Yeah. He died in a, a terrible train wreck. Never coming back. He got into a fucking uh, limo and it exploded right yeah. after oh he yeah. got <laughs> in. <laughs> but then a week later, Chris Benoit died, so he came back to life. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, Vince McMahon like, did a storyline on TV where he goes into a limousine and it explodes and he dies. And a week later, Chris Benoit legitimately died and killed his wife and kid. And so Vince appears on screen to like basically acknowledge that happened and then they just never acknowledge the story that yeah. he died they just cut the storyline the jumbotron had like the news report of like chris benoit murdered his wife and kids and then it goes to vince mcbrand and goes well that happened <laughs> it was very 90s it's actually it's almost it's worse it was um he they found out he died <laughs> But they didn't know he had killed. They found out he died and his wife and son died. Yeah. They didn't know he. It was a murder suicide yet by Monday night. So they did, instead of doing a regular wrestling show, they did a three hour tribute to the memory of Chris Benoit. I love that. And I, then that, throughout the yeah. night, they started hearing more details. And by the next day, had to like issue a retraction and be like, actually, he's not the great guy that we spent three hours telling you he was yesterday. What, what did they I think happened? Slow then. trickle of info. I think they thought maybe somebody yeah. invaded or something and killed well, he them was, all. He, he was feuding with uh, Chris Jericho at the time. So... <laughs> They thought the Ayatollah of rock and roll might have been yeah. somewhat responsible. Uh, no, there, there were some conspiracy theories that it was Kevin Sullivan. I think we talked about right, this I get, on the I get it. Yeah, it before, wasn't the yeah. assumption you see a room of dead people and then you're just like, oh, they were all murdered. It wasn't an assumption. Yeah. You didn't have to rule out murder. Now you know to, you got to rule yeah. out murder. There was a conspiracy theory that there was a guy who legitimately what happened. This was in like 2007. And then in the 90s, Chris Benoit, the woman who was murdered, um, was a wrestling manager whose name oh. and storyline was woman. She was just woman. Um, and she had been married to another wrestler, and that wrestler was booking the show, and he booked her to be Chris Benoit's on-screen manager. They started traveling together, and she left him for Chris Benoit mm. in real life. Mm. Pretty scary, huh? Just that they made the storyline and kind of life imitating art. So there were people saying when Chris Benoit and his family were killed, like, I bet Kevin Sullivan's still mad about that from the 90s, and he actually went there and killed him. Nice, dude. <laughs> so do you think, like, by, like, them having kayfabe, that's why they fell in love, or do you think they were always in love and they wrote the kayfabe around that? Um, I think it was probably one of those, um, you know, you're... I don't know if they were in love before, but then when you like start when you're traveling on the road together, you're doing everything together. Oh, that's why you book all those female comics Jesus. on this mic, huh? <laughs> on this that's mic? A, this mic, dude. <laughs> just mic, mic number yeah, four. Yeah. Mike. Oh, ha ha ha. Nice try, Matt. You're to tra uh, to travel with them and spend all this time with them. Yeah. You know, well, we're going to the Poconos Festival, so maybe you'd like <laughs> to be the fourth mic. Oh, you know, uh, it's, it's funny. Uh, they, they split us into four rooms. Uh, you know, <laughs> why don't you just uh, stay in my room? Uh, uh, it's a honeymoon room. That's weird. <laughs> you get the heart-shaped tub. Yeah, in the Poconos. Matt, ha um, Matt went. Matt last did year, went cannonball. Last year we um, uh, we did a live locker room talk at the Poconos Comedy Festival, and it was at a couple's resort. <laughs> it wasn't? Did you get the vibrating bed with the quarter? You put no, the quarter. No, we were staying. We were staying in a different hotel, but we we did enter the tunnel of love to get there. Oh. <laughs> <really>? <laughs> 
with like swans, you gotta get a swan boat, or is it just a regular tunnel? It was just. just it was like a hollow. It wasn't it like a big redwood tree that had a hole carved in it. Yeah, I oh, think so. that's nice. Yeah, that's fancy. That was cool. Uh, we're talking about people, family, domestic murder. Phil Hartman, he's was the co- co-creator of Pee Wee Herman. Oh, the really? Pee Wee Herman character. Yeah, and he wrote. Yeah, co-creator. The, he was like with the ground with the groundlings with his with like wife Paul shot Rubens. him right. Wife shot him in the head in his sleep. How cool is that? Because of know? Andy Dick. Yeah. Because of Andy oh. Dick. Oh, because Andy Dick gave him all the cocaine. Oh, yeah. Because, well, Andy Dick was giving everyone the cocaine back then. And what happened? So she shot him because she didn't like that he was on cocaine? Well, she was on cocaine. Yeah. Oh. Hartman was a good boy. Yeah. But his wife was like, well, I think they were all doing drugs, but I think, I think like she got. No, he, he, he threatened to leave her if she didn't get sober. That's, that was the catalyst. I bet it was such a hilarious way he said that. Oh, because <laughs> he's Phil Hartman. Yeah, he was yeah. just. Being There's no old. way. You yeah. might remember me from such <laughs> divorce <laughs> trials as right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah she was the. There was resentment too because she was like a failed actress. You know, and um, he was not a failed yeah. actor. So that was there was like a. There was like a point of contention, and they there. had a, a closet full of guns. So um, yeah, that was probably the, <laughs> that was probably the worst. But if there was just no guns, <laughs> because it takes like a different type of person to stab someone. I know that. to stab someone in the head, and even then you can wake up from him and be like, ah, and then it's just like Phil Hartman was stabbed yeah. in the face, dude. And if my wife lived, yeah, if my wife tried to fucking stab me like when I was asleep, I'd be like fucking like this, like fucking asleep, and then she'd have the knife and like bring the knife down, and I'd be like, ching, and like fucking catch it between my. Index and middle finger for those of you just listening. Teeth. Yeah, fucking catch it in my teeth. <laughs> no, that's right. Not if she tonight, tried to, baby. She tried to shoot him in the head. He would catch the bullet in his yeah. teeth like Penn and Teller. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I'd grab the knife, wrestle it, and then, like, slit her throat and be like, Not tonight, baby. You're on your period. Because she's bleeding out of her neck. Right, right. That's how periods work. Of course, of course. Yeah. Blood, a bloody woman. That's but, a woman on her period. But yeah, I'm still, I'm still trying to get down to the bottom of how Pee Wee Herman was caught jerking off in the movie theater, or in ge- Fred Willard in general. Do cops like patro- walk in, or I does somebody? Sting. I think they have stings really? on these. Or places. do people like call the cops because they see it happening? I oh, bet like the person question. that like sells them the ticket like alerts the police, like, hey, celebrity came in here. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, oh. A celeb- that's a good point. I didn't. You think do have to that. give an ID when that's you fucking buy a ticket. Oh, so you think when famous people like. So if you're not famous, you could jerk off in movie theaters and no one says anything. What's the incentive to bust a famous person? It's fun. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. I think. Fun. Uh, fun. Okay. I think they also. Yeah, have like yeah. A that's cool. actually that's the most likely explanation. <laughs> I think. You know. I think it's also like cops like to feel in control, and nothing makes them feel more in control than like. Also, down. back then, when something that you did gets on the news, like so for you to affect the news and like get in the newspaper, like that's a very exciting. <laughs> that's that's like the 90s version of going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not always exciting to be in the news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but to affect it and to be like, oh, I did the. I don't know. There's something. No, yeah, that's a power play. Yeah. I was in the New York Times this week. <laughs> that's why I said that. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know context. Okay, you didn't know Matt to... was in the news? No, yeah. I didn't. What, what, what happened? To Alleged you in the news? rapist in the New York area <laughs> spotted at local open mic. What did you do in the goddamn? By, by the way, I want to acknowledge that Matt went 23 minutes before he brought it up. Yeah, I waited. I kn- we, kn- we were I talking about being in a bet beforehand. Nice. <laughs> you should have taken bets how long it would take. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, no, For I those did... of you that had mentioned Pro Wrestler, that was at 15 minutes. <laughs> I mentioned pro wrestling before I mentioned that I was in the New York Times this week. <laughs> and you mentioned Nick Matthews 10 minutes yes. into the podcast. And so you're in it for your... I did uh, for comedy. I did a roast show that was uh, roasting AI. You roasted AI. Yeah. And you tried the AI to. AI roast and... and 
I assume the AI. Yeah, well, they mopped the floor with <laughs> yeah. So we we talked about um, in the episode we me Bobby and Ilya kind of went over the whole thing a few weeks ago. So I won't go through the whole thing again. But basically, um, they had promoted the show in the New York Times. They were talking about AI taking over and like comedy and stuff. So the crowd was a New York Times crowd, right? Um, so even other there was other stuff on the show and nothing was really doing that well. And um, the first couple jokes I did were kind of getting a little bit of something. And then once I got to, like, roasty stuff, it turned. they turned on it. And I just kind of went yeah. full heel and just yeah. uh, kept bullying the robot. <laughs> the and then, heel of comedy. Yes. How about I insert my floppy disk into your C drive, huh? <laughs> how about that? Well, Damn, the, dude, I should have gotten on that. The fucking robot. What is this sensation? <laughs> Could it be love? <laughs> and then like one 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 zero one one one. It like overwhelms the. The, the first round, it was AI Sarah Silverman, and they gave Ooh. it a bunch of information about me. So in the first round, I roasted the idea of AI, and yeah. it roasted humans. So my jokes were about like scientists not getting laid. The one joke I had that did well was um, ChatGPT is named after the three things a scientist never sees: girls, pussy, and tits. Pretty fun. That's pretty um, good. Pretty fun. And pretty then good. I pretty went good. to Amazon Alexa and Syria, the only time a scientist ever hears a woman talk to him. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I go for this. This is where I started. To, <laughs> this Bobby's is where siding with the AI. This is where I started to lose him. Um, and Bobby. Bobby, that, you um, were there. No, I was there. Well, can I, you tell uh, us? Okay, after Matt's done, <laughs> let's hear the real side. I mean, right. Bobby's side of right. the story. Mm -hmm. um, I said that uh, people asked if I was nervous about this, but I realized most AI voices are women, so I'm not worried about it being funny. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's a little bro-y. Yeah. Man. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, that oh, was yeah. the article. The, the, like, second paragraph of the article mentions bro-y comic from Queens, Matt <laughs> Marin. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, like, first he, joke didn't land, saying women weren't funny. No, he said it uh, early on. He lost the crowd with a joke, riffing on the idea that women aren't funny. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, uh, lost the crowd. I don't think the crowd was ever there. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. fair. Um, uh, but, well, you... the AI had a couple of lines that worked, um, but they were, like, weirdly worded because it's a robot. But... Anything a robot's saying. And also, I was reacting, like, angrily. So, like, at one point in the article, like, he seemed defeated. I'm like, I was playing it up. It was nice. fun. To, like, <laughs> would you would you challenge that AI again, knowing that that AI will come back only smarter now and even more prepared? No. Dare I say more of a challenge? Maybe in front of a better crowd. <laughs> um, but, no, the New York Times reporter, I met him, and he's like, he could have done way worse. Uh, well, Matt, I have to I have responsibility to buy it. <laughs> Lawyers, I mean, fucking, I'm Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes, dude! Good job, good job, Bobby. That was a good impression. It's good, good input. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I roasted AI, and um, once I started doing kind of harsher jokes, the crowd was turned off. But I still just leaned in, so it was still a fun show, and it just became the crowd cheering for the robot over me. Which I'm fine. Like, I just played into that and still made it entertaining. That's like a reverse John Henry, where, like, everyone was rooting for the machine to yeah. fucking <laughs> kill this guy, dude. Um, well, that's okay, Matt. And, I'm sure. Yeah. And then, and afterwards, like, there were, like, radio reporters. Dinner, like, a lot of people did interviews with someone. Mr. Woman, Marin, like, took Mr. Down, Marin. Yeah. yeah. Took down my number Did to interview <laughs> with me, and everyone was like super complimentary to me after, and I was everyone, like, "Everyone, Steve." But that, but that woman said, "What's what's your name? I'm 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 eight months pregnant, and I want to give a name for my baby." Yes, and it was like Matt, Matt Marin. She's like Matt, like 
Matt. <laughs> Ma? <laughs> Matt. Matt Marin. <laughs> Ma Moan. Matt Marin. I'm not co-signing this. <laughs> hey, we're just kidding, folks. Yeah. That, that, that baby, Matt Marin Jr., mm. healthy 15-pound baby. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Five Takes times after the amount. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, I feel like you're allowed to tell that story on the pod every time. Right? Yeah, um, man. Freaking on, freaking uh, Mark Marin on his podcast. Yeah. He tells that same stupid story of auditioning for SNL every goddamn yeah. time. So ah. this is be- way better than that. Well, yeah, I mean, but the AI, that part of it, I've told. I haven't talked. The New York Times article just came out a couple days ago. Um, we say it was breaking news. I'd say it was breaking news. Hell yeah. um, I thought it was awesome because I'm your like. your picture there? Also, it yeah, my picture's in there yeah. with me. Your picture's in the New York yeah. Times. You yeah. made it. I'm dude. sleeveless in the New York Times. You're sleeveless in the New York and Times. And my name is in like the second paragraph of an article. Calling, calling, but also, my I was like, I'm a broy comic from Queens, and I lost the crowd with a sexist joke. What did I ever think the New York Times would say about me I'll if I was honest. ever in the New York Times? That's actually way better than it could be. Did he now, mention that Bobby, it was the Sons of Anarchy portion of the show? They did not. <laughs> you wrote most of Matt's jokes I at did. that roast. I so did, yeah. Well, I'm, how Matt, did, I'm how Matt did, Marin's right. Matt doesn't yeah. even like wrestling. Right. He yeah. asked me to give him like bullet points before we record the podcast. Well, they say you are the Neil Brennan to his Chappelle. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep it. So how did you feel about like? Did you feel like... Oh, if he delivered it this way, we probably mm. would have won. Yeah, I felt like uh, the fact that it got to him really uh, messed yeah. up his delivery a, a lot. And I asked him to be less broy, you know, <laughs> like a little more, like a little more everyman, you know yeah. what I mean? Like a little, yeah. I, because he's addicted to this whole sleeveless thing. I right. thought maybe a nice sweater vest would have done well. Yeah, maybe a I'm with her button. When did you get it hooked on that? When did that become your thing? I'm sure you've talked about it before. But um, I was born sleeveless, baby. <laughs> there is actually a picture of me on like my third birthday party, and I'm wearing a tank top. But no, I started. Um, it was when I was like uh, in college. Is when I was like doing pro wrestling, and I was working out like every day, like twice a day, and I would just wear my workout clothes pretty wear much everywhere. Tank, I see. But then when did it become like the costume, like the comedy costume? Um, I th- I mean, well, so I was, I was like on my college campus, I already had like my friends would like almost jokingly be like, I feel like I never see you wear a shirt with sleeves. And then when I started doing comedy, I wore the few shirts with sleeves I had because I figured I couldn't like be sleeveless doing comedy. And after right. After like a week, I'm like, I have to buy all new clothes like or just, just dress the way me. that I normally yeah, yeah. am. Wow. What an inspiring tale about being who you are. Yeah. <laughs> or spend like a little bit of money to fit in. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, then I also happened? I had like uh, a way that I organically liked to dress and look. And, wh- and when you're trying to do anything in entertainment, why would you go away from a thing that is natural and makes you stand out? I'm going to be it's a suit true. guy. I'm going to go to every yeah. open mic wearing this. There are actually a few of those guys. Yeah. And they come yeah. and go in the New York comedy scene. Yeah. They're very unsettling, all yeah. of them. Because yeah. none of them are like, I've come from work, so I have to be dressed like this. Yeah. Like they That's the thing. It always yeah. feels contrived. It's it's. it's it's got a real uh, dress for the job you want energy. Yeah. They also, yeah, they also have a very like um, I'm dressed up. They also have like that kind of uh, traditional like, well, you're supposed to wear a suit and tie because people are paying for an experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like with them, it's like they're not. That's like the only suit they have. They have one suit. Yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah, it, it it comes off like when you see a homeless guy in a suit. You're yeah, like, the, the suit almost makes him look poorer. 
in a way. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, but that's also in a weird world. Like before, there was any other data though either. Too, it's like all you know is like this man dressed up. That's yeah. what you know. But yeah. now you literally know. It's like you know how long it took them to get here. You know how hard they've been working. Like you can, you can look like a schlub if you can. In, uh, it, you in, know. Yeah, in San Francisco, there was this uh, one comedian who. I thought was like in his 40s when I met him and he was like 27. He was like two years wow. younger than me. But right. he was like this big Armenian guy and he would always smoke cigars and he would do Rodney Dangerfield style jokes about like Hell not yeah. having respect. Big guy, like like 300 pounds. Uh, but he would always wear a suit because like that was the image he wanted to give off. Like I'm a, I'm a suit comedian. Suit. It's kind of classy. Mm -hmm. But he only wore he wore like the same suit. Mm -hmm. So it started to smell awful. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, like, like he Borat? just had like yeah, he just had like the one suit and he would like, you know, I'm sure he would like wash it every now and again, but yeah. you know, it suits are you know, you're you're supposed to like kind of alternate the fucking dress shirts and stuff and mm. he just had that. Like he would change into it. But he just like he looked awful. He looked awful. Sweaty. Yeah. Right, because every, yeah. you're always going to be a little... Not everyone's wearing a suit. You're going to be a little sweaty. There was right. a wrestler I knew who used to never wash his tights until he had a bad match. He felt it was good luck to keep having good matches, and then he'd end up rest Like, he just... He was superstitious. Sounds like a, you get a staph infection. He did. Um, and everyone got it, too. No, I don't Mer think staff so. staff did. infection. Well, th Bobber. I mean, this is... This just is joking around. This, right. is, this is pro wrestling, <laughs> so you weren't in, like, a mat room. Oh, right. Yeah, this yeah. is pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah, we're talking pro wrestling. <laughs> Why do I imagine you just doing real? That's a fun I did, I did that also. I imagine you doing real yeah. this whole time, just doing real wrestling. I did. Uh, when I was a teenager, I did Greco-Roman. <laughs> strong man with like, the bear. <laughs> real <drum>. wrestling. <laughs> I did, uh, did Greco-Roman tournaments for a few years and then did That's the wrestling. oil one, right? Um, I never oiled for oh, it. Please. <laughs> you were more mud, right? I was more mud, yeah. <laughs> Matt had mud. like a, just a natural fucking oil on him. <laughs> a natural sheen? Yeah. yeah. Use it, Marin. Yeah. <laughs> um, my mom was very upset with the New York Times article. Why? <laughs> really? I said it to my. She was like, um, she he like, they weren't nice to you. She's like, he said you lost the crowd. He's a jerk. I'm like, <laughs> I did. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, there. My dad and my dad was like trying to cheer me up. He was like, hey. Uh, a lot of people get uh, famous people talk about bad reviews they got back in the day. I'm like, yeah, I've heard of those too, where they ripped them apart. He did not do that to me. <laughs> he said I was broy and lost the crowd. He didn't say I wasn't funny. He didn't say like, mm -hmm. he didn't like, go after me at all. Um, considering like what they could have done, I thought it was like. I mean, I didn't read the whole thing. I yeah. stopped reading after they stopped talking about well, me. <laughs> Folks, you find your favorite uh, part of the article in the New York Times about Matt Marin posted in the comments. A few of, like, high school friends. I mean, that the cool thing is, like, the amount of people from, like, my whole life were, like, reaching out to me. Oh, no one yeah. who books any comedy shows, but... Why not? <laughs> I don't That's consider the, those I, people friends. Yeah. I'm not get, I haven't got any more spots. I'm not... Uh, yet. Not, not yet. Um, yeah, have and, you tried uh, emailing people? No, I ha I should be make like a press kit. Yeah, New York you make, featured in the New York Times. As featured in the New York Times, the New York Comedy Festival. Yeah, I've done New York Comedy Festival. Yeah, see, you just fucking put all those little. I'll do no. Together. I'll do Comedy Fight Club locker room talk, then New York Times, then New York. Comedy you just Festival. copy Ben Miller's stupid little press kit, send it around, <laughs> send yeah. it around to the nation, and yeah. boom. Yeah, you'll be making your rent by the end of the month. Yeah, <laughs> but also my thought is like, fucking, if I actually am like, I've been featured in the New York Times. Anybody who sees that is like, we got to get him. Is not going to like me. 
It's just oh, a good yeah. little credit to have. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool feather in the hat, but also print media is dead, and I haven't got any new followers or bookings out of it, so. Do you think there's any correlation? To what? The New York Times and not getting booked. Do you think oh, people I saw that or like, well, I would have booked this guy, but. But he's too famous I'm now. just going to book. A, I'm just going to run a fucking AI program instead. Yeah. Oh, that's. What <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to book AI instead of Matt. Yeah, that's what I would do. It's like, well, damn, I'll just fucking fire up chat GPT and be yeah. like, chat GPT, do a fucking 45 minute headlining set about being a non-binary comic in Brooklyn. Mm. You know, and then like, bing, bing, bing. so my dad's a TV producer and I have multi-million dollars, but because I don't have a day job, it gives me an everyman persona. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I, that fucking AI crushed it. You know what happened? I really did just turn off my brain. Yeah. Or did you access that much more of your brain? Fuck, maybe, dude. You know how like the human brain only you only use like 10% yes. of the human brain? What if I got like really high and used fourteen percent? What is in the fucking? What was that movie where fucking like you only use pill or whatever? Yeah, um, that you only use ten percent of your brain. Yeah, what if you Bradley used Cooper. all of it? Yeah. That was that. That turned out to be Ozempic that he was taking. <laughs> <laughs> what a um, stupid, what a stupid yeah. concept. Mm. But yeah, people. You got high. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had people reaching out to me mad about the guy calling me broy. <laughs> well, like, they should fucking write. They should send death threats to the New York Times yeah. writer who fucking misinterpreted Matt. That's actually like a uh, fucking libel, dude. For calling me broy, I should sue them for calling me broy. Yeah. <laughs> Make them issue a retraction. And then they look up, like, my recent credit card bill, and they see gym membership, protein shakes, beef jerky, and they're like, <laughs> the evidence is here, clearly. The man is broy. Plus, he shouldn't respond to criticism that he's bro y by bullying the author. That's true, yeah. too. Yeah. Shoving him in a locker. Uh-oh. Yeah. You heard it, fans. Like Don't trace it back to Matt. Your Honor, it was just one of those days. <laughs> he's quoting Limp Bizkit. He's definitely broy. <laughs> But he has an artistic side as well. I am. Uh, I have an artistic side, yes. An autistic side. You said that wrong. Well, don't say that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is kind of like cool that I, w I like get to say I was in the New York Times. You're in the news. Yo, that's freaking awesome. One time I was like on fucking New York one with yeah. my dog as a kid. That was a real big deal for me. What happened? They yeah. asked you if you like turtles. <laughs> they. they <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, but <laughs> but saying, no, just some bullshit. But I was literally just there in the thing, and it like made my fucking life. Just yeah. like being nice. on New York One. I was in on the background of a couple of like uh, sports things. I used to work security, and I would like, oh, uh, yeah. I would like bodyguard for like players coming out to the U.S. Open. So I'd like friends would send me pictures of, like me behind like Serena Williams and Roger Federer. A sports nice. a sports extra. Basically, yeah. Extra, That's good extra. stuff. You ever see those people in like the polos and sunglasses with their earpiece in, just like hands crossed, walking behind an athlete? That was one of those people. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, that's what I want. You guys ever seen the movie Hook? Yeah. That's the uh, Captain Hook, right? With Robin Williams. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I know. You haven't it. seen Hook, man? I haven't seen a lot of stuff. What the hell? 
I grew up very sports obsessed. I know every like World Series, Super Bowl. I watched like everything of that, but I missed out on a lot of pop culture things. You know what? That makes sense. That does make sense. Where there's that there is that wall between us, where it's like, and I never saw a single sport yeah. growing up. And I I only saw Star Wars a couple years ago. I never saw any Lord of the Rings. Uh, really, like, you were just like, no, no, no. I need. I gotta watch the game. I gotta. Catch I mean, it the wasn't game. like it wasn't <laughs> like I was turning. I saw a couple Harry Potter movies just because like friends were going. No, but I, I didn't like simply there was just always a game to be watched yeah. and I was of... it wasn't like I was um, actively avoid I didn't hate any of those things I just there was always I had friends who were always watching or doing something sports exactly. related I was always playing more sports your dad was a sports guy he was a baseball guy. Dad sports was a baseball guy. guy. So that was my oh, like yeah. first and you guys love. Would talk, yeah, dads who love baseball. That's yeah. such a thing. Yeah, you talk about baseball. Yep. Freaking what isn't it? When, when was the last time you went to a baseball game? Um, uh, no, it was. I've been to a few this year. I go. I take my dad to a Yankee game every Father's Day. And isn't it awful? Like, isn't I it love a, it? Isn't it I just a baseball. terrible place to be? I no. find that it really is. Like, I used to go to baseball games as a kid, I yeah. remember. And I don't know if it's... But I went to one not long ago, and I feel like it is... It is now just, like, a place for, like, the mentally ill. Like, it's just, like, the only place where, like, mentally ill people can, like, hang outside. Like, it is, like, literally designated activity for, like, screaming Tourette's, like, crazy I think it's people. so fun, but everything you're saying is true. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I haven't heard anything that's not true so far, but everything you're saying also sounds awesome. <laughs> Do you remember what? when it was just two... You're from, you're from New York. I'm yeah. from New York. Do you yeah. remember when, when they built the new Yankee Stadium and it was just two Yankee stadiums yeah, next, they were right to, next each to each other. other. Yep. <laughs> the stupidest fucking Yeah, thing. before they tore it down, there was a <laughs> yeah, little bit where they were both <laughs> there. Um, you're, uh, from, you're from New York also. Yeah, so yeah. where did you go? Yankee or Mets games? Growing we up? went to... I definitely went to both. Like It was yeah. all about like whose dad. It was like whose dad we went with. You right. know what I mean? Like My dad would take us to Yankee games, but then we had a big fat... I had a friend with a big fat dad who, who he would take Mets us to games. Mets games. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I went... James? <laughs> Were they good games? I went to a lot of Mets games. I grew up uh, in Queens, so right. we would go oh, to Mets games. But my dad grew up. My dad, when he was like first ten years of his life, the Mets didn't exist yet. So oh, his fan, yeah. they were Yankees fans. Mm. Um, so I remember my friends were Mets fans, and I had like a Mets shirt just because I like baseball and I like the Mets. But the first time I watched games was with my dad watching the Yankees. Right. And they, th that first year was like the Yankees won the World Series. Right. And I was just like, I think I like the Yankees now. It's something I do with my dad. So... It's all about My dad Yankees. saved me from being a Mets fan. I'm probably going to say, I feel like people who are Mets fans were just trying to be contrarians. It was this sort of Ooh. annoying thing of just like, why well, they clearly suck. Yeah, they were for never me, I grew up in Queens, though, so I think a lot of people felt like Queens, Long Island pride, and there was like, they went gravitated towards the Mets because that was like outside of the Islanders, and they're the same colors. And then like the real New Yorkers went with the Yankees. I'll yeah. be honest. I'll be honest. It's the way I always viewed it, too. I remember when it was the whole Hillary-Bernie situation. I remember yeah. it was just like Hillary was the Yankees, like the number mm. one team beloved by all and yet hated by all. Yeah. Like, and yet hated by actually all. And then the Mets were just like this Oh, like washed yeah. up, like no fucking chance. Yeah, like, that makes sense. The Yankees, you know, like, the Yankees oh, also, like, <laughs> the Yankees also killed Jeffrey Epstein. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there we go. <laughs> There which, we go. Which games did you enjoy around. watching more, Yankees or Mets games? I guess that's a good point. The Mets, I think, were more fun. Like, I, I think I, Shea Stadium was more yes. fun because, yeah, it was, they're all fat. And, yeah, exactly. and now, as a Yankees fan, I went to a Mets, a couple of Mets games this year. It is upsetting as a Yankees fan how much more fun City Field is. Oh, wow. That They've got sense. better drink selection. 
They've got well, a they shake, second, they got so a shake they... Shack oh, wow. in center field. That's the thing. Baseball stadiums, I think, are the most fun. Because I go to all sporting events. Baseball stadium, because baseball is like, it's so relaxing of a feel that like I went to, I was in Toronto a couple months ago and I went to a Blue Jays game mm. and there's like lounge areas there's like the food the drinks it's such a fun atmosphere I yearn for the days though uh, where baseball was like uh, the actual American pastime yeah. you know what I mean in the way yeah. that like Joe and I like slap like play Fortnite at the end of the night like the, what it literally would have been it's like you go to the park you play fucking baseball you get yep. hammered and you run around and you beat the fucking shit out of your friends yeah. you know what I mean like that Great like time. sounds absolutely amazing and then it well, and then like yeah like you guys watch that Ken Burns baseball yep. movie right I mean I don't know if you guys well, you like Ken Burns stuff I like Ken Burns I think I watched the first two episodes. Episodes. But it wasn't. But like it, that, even enough is enough to like capture, totally capture your yeah. imagination. There is something it. romantic and magic about old baseball yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then like the fleet, like just also that fleeting thing too, where like this actually was just like this genuine, amazing, original moment yeah. in America, like uh, original moment in American culture that then just gets like consumed and taken apart. Yeah. When know? do you think baseball peaked? Well, it had resurgences. Like it probably yeah. did. Like there are those moments where, like, like I think everyone didn't have faith in it. Like once it actually became like an institution. Yeah. Like in the early eight, in like the late eighteen hundreds. But then I think like nineteen twenties with. Babe and then Ruth. they're like, holy yeah. fuck! They're actually delivering. Like yeah. this really and then came kind through. of from there for the next few decades to the fifties, sixties. It's just America's yeah. pastime. Seventies, eighties. I think late eighties, like late eighties, yeah. early nineties. It starts to kind of tail off in popularity. There was the strike that turned a lot mm. of fans. Away. Then there was the Mark the McGuire steroids, and exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um, but at that point, once the internet came nice. around, because I think this dude, this is what Ooh, Sammy Sosa doesn't go. have. That's one hundred percent. Yeah, you're Mark. You're kind of like Mark McGuire, but yeah, me. yeah, yeah. All natural, <laughs> baby. <laughs> he is redheaded. <laughs> um, but stretch mark. Right? I think. Um, oh damn! Because your biceps are growing too big. Yeah, you that might have to cut off your <laughs> sleeves, like Matt Marin said <laughs> he was doing. He was working out all the time and. The, the sleeves were constraining the growth of his biceps. Yeah. Might, we might have two little Matt Marins. It's true. Matt, it's you, might like all, when you, you might actually have to start wearing sleeves, and Bobby's going to have to lose the sleeves. Bobby's going to become the It's like those yeah, videos yeah. of like when it's you grow a rules, squash, dude. like when you grow a squash in like yeah. a cube, yeah. and then it becomes a cube squash. Yeah. Or a goldfish You've can only grow by the, based on the size of its containment. Sure, it's a better analogy, yeah. but... Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you were going to say something before we started talking about baseball. There was a uh, hook. No, no, that was just that was it me brings just gauging back. interest. That yeah. was just me gauging interest. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I re- and there was no interest in that, so I took it to okay. a better place. Gotcha. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I grew up. Um, th- my dad was just baseball, but then I got into like every other sport. I was playing every sport. I tried like, so between playing, watching, then the video games of all the sports. Also, that oh, was just like yeah, my entire dude. life. Oh wait, a minute. MLB twenty three. What do you guys? MLB you guys the show. Play? I don't. I don't play the games as much anymore. I had. Um, what about golf? Cup. You play golf? I never played golf. Oh, I said I was into sports. Oh no! Come on, <laughs> oh, Matt, <laughs> Matt. Never, Matt. If you're into baseball, you're into golf. I don't know. I could see it maybe if one day. You like day. baseball. You like golf. If you like yeah. sports, you like golf. Like, let's go freaking golfing. Should we go? Locker I've never room, been talk, golfing. I've done room, mini golf. Course. I haven't even done top golf before. Oh so I don't God. even know what my stroke would be. I've Yo, never, like, done. Uh, let's go yeah. to the range. We should go to the driving range in Chelsea. I'm thinking, Joe, I feel like you got to. I got to go check something. Oh, yeah. He's got to yeah. go deal with his. 
He's got to perform uh, CPR in one of the I have animals, gone to folks. Chelsea Piers. We'll uh, reveal zoo. which one on the Patreon. Chelsea Piers has got like the uh, basketball court, the batting cages I've done. Because I still, um, I've co- I coach softball and baseball in the spring. What's your favorite sports movie? Uh, Sandlot. Sandlot. Fucking classic, Gotta dude. be the classic Sandlot. My alternative pick, Slapshot. I follow Patrick Rena on TikTok. Oh, that's, uh, fucking, what's his name? The fat um, kid. The fat I know the fat kid. kid. I forgot what his name was, though. Mike? Oh, Mikey, what is his or? name? Um, you're killing me, Smalls. Yeah. God Smith. damn killing me. You're play, you Smith. play ball like <laughs> a girl. D'Ange- Mikey D'Angelo. No. Mikey you Alfonso. You mean that wimpy deer? Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, fuck that shit's good. Yeah. Sandlot's yeah, like the good. classic good sports movie. Um, I like Mighty Sla- Ducks a great deal. Mighty Ducks is unbelievable. D2. I like D two. Yeah. Ooh, you like the sequel? I like D two. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And D three has a special place in my heart. But D two is, is Iceland, great. right? Yeah, yeah. Iceland. They exactly. got the <laughs> villains were from the Icelandic hockey team. <laughs> um, yeah, Slapshot is a good. Have you ever seen Slapshot? I've never seen Slapshot. That's so good. It's uh like came out in the late seventies. It's very seventies. And all of these are also just copying it's, Rocky. It's all just copying Rocky. Right? Well, this was uh, not really. That Slapshot's a little different. It's Paul Newman as Paul like Newman. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's really good. Ooh, yeah, that very uh, very seventies. Bad News Bears with Walter. Bad Matthau. News Bears, the original Bad News oh, Bears. Yeah. I love Walter Matthau. Nobody yeah. talks about him. Nobody talks about him. If I can't stand comedians that don't know who Walter Matthau is, this makes yeah. me. Does that make me sound like an old fucking piece of <laughs> shit? Fuck you, Bobby. Do you know Walter Matthau? No, I did. Is he like Walter Concrete? Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> You would love Walter Matthau. What do you do? What do you do when you're? What do you? What do Bobby? Let's hear a little bit from you first of all. What do you do when you go home at night? Ooh, and don't say July jer- is over, so he jerks off now. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously the jerking off, but what do you? You can't spend four hours jerking off. Hey, you're like, oh, watch. Me. He's, <laughs> he's reading history stuff. Reading history stuff. What kind of? What are you reading? Well, actually, I took a sabbatical from reading the history stuff. Really? And I'm reading a book by Rick Rubin about how to be an artist. <laughs> You're reading a, bu- a book about how to be an artist. Yeah. And the first thing is don't read don't, books about don't, don't know who this Walter guy is. That's actually the first chapter. <laughs> it's like, whoever this Walter faggot is, don't pay attention. <laughs> first art, first uh, piece of advice, read the New York Times. Did you ever see the 90s <laughs> version? That's of my, it? That's my advice Second now. piece of advice, avoid all bro-y comedians. Right, yes. Third piece of advice... Rule of Three in Comedy. Mm. It's a good book. How's your own podcast going these days? It's good, man. It's actually, thank you for, I was going to plug it at the end, but I could plug it now. It's going to be released on August 20th at on the evening, 9.30, which means when you're done listening to this episode, you can listen to me and Elia Laxon, who we've had on the podcast Did you before. see the comment that I left on one of your videos? I did. Oh, I, I saw it, too. <laughs> it was beautiful. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like a good that? time. Elia, during the episode, spoiler um, questions. Uh, how good the premise of the podcast? What is, is the? Let's talk about the premise of your pod on your other. I'm pod. gonna have. I'm gonna have to know uh, know but that premise because you have to check in at nine thirty tonight, folks. Okay. Wait, tonight. Sometimes I know about yeah, the premises. Well, I mean, you can uh, tell people the premise of the show before they watch it. That's not a spoiler. <laughs> uh, I'm no butting this premise. <laughs> no, he's saying because so much already. That is. 
It's too much. Spoiling the show. It's yeah. our talking about the premise is clearly a large part right. of the show. <laughs> but I appreciate you asking. Do you have a project in the work? We can do the plugs now. <laughs> do I have a project in the works? No, I don't have a fucking project. Oh, I might have a show at the comedy shop at some point in September. <laughs> nice, dude. Can I be on it? Uh, maybe, yeah. Nice, dude. Totally, actually. Yeah. Can I be yeah, on dude. it? But yeah. o- only if Bobby's not. Yeah, yeah, I'll totally okay. book you two and not and not. Well, not as someone that's driving themselves to the Pokemon Poconos Comedy Festival, I actually enjoy this. Are, wait, are you actually? <laughs> yeah. What? Oh yeah, you are staying with family. Yes. Damn. Oh, dude. I didn't know How'd you were Bobby driving get yourself? out of that. Damn, I mean. it's gonna be me and Joe in the car then. <laughs> Don't worry, Joe. Matt's think, gonna talk dude. all or, about wrestling. Or is think. Bobby gonna drive Joe? That no, there was no way that would ever happen. No way. Oh, you gotta turn left, Bobber. Is that what you're gonna do? You're gonna turn left. <laughs> you're gonna turn left. <laughs> That's gonna yeah. be a good time. You guys should come out to the Poconos unless you're busy that day. Yikes! Yeah. I might have a thing. Oh my god! <laughs> Yikes! And we also got Messina, New York, September 29th. Ooh. Yeah, and potentially more dates that weekend. Oh but my god! But we're doing a live locker room talk podcast, and we're all doing stand up. Hell yeah. Live. Nervous. So you got a Never live. You guys are doing a live show. Yep. With podcast and you each do a set. No, yep. we should do stand up first. So that we're way. We're doing stand up first and th- then we're doing the Dude, so That way you have something first. to talk about. You guys talk about each other. And then talk sets. about how we bombed. <laughs> talk about what went wrong. Yeah. How much I, time are we doing? I don't know. 40 yet. minutes each? I do not think it's 40 minutes each. When I 30 did uh, minutes each. J- John's Rose show, uh, Roast Beef. Oh, yeah. He had me judge the show. I was one of the judges, not to brag. And then the warm-up comic, comic like, dropped out. Yeah. I don't know if that's ever happened for Fight Club. but <laughs> um, So then he was like, Bobby, can you also do warm-up? And I hate saying no to spots, but I'm like, absolutely not. Because <laughs> I can't do the hardest part of the show, possibly bomb, and then sit down and have, to and have the everyone. nerve to judge other people's jokes. Yeah. That would be the most unlikable position in comedy. I've had people do warm-up and then judge before. Oh, who? But did they do well when they you, warmed Joe up? Joe did, right? Did you I ever did, do that? I did. I knocked out of the fucking park, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, not only were you hilarious, you set a precedent and a standard on what we can judge other comics by rationally. It was powerful. Actually, no, I think I just did warm-up, dude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now that I, now that I think about it, I know you've done warm up and you've judged. I didn't know if it was ever at the same. Never time. never double dipping, dude. Never double dipping. I'm not a Bobby Sheehan, dude. I can't do both. <laughs> no, I t- refuse to. What? Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> Steven, I don't know if you picked up on this, but Joe does not listen to me when I talk. I think that's why Joe's driving with me to the poker. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Bobby said he was taking me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Petra. I almost forgot Petra's name. Oh, Petra likes Bobby. Nice. Mm. But so, Stephen, were you always a bi- were you a big movies guy growing up? Yeah, movies yeah. for life, yo. Every yeah. weekend, go to the video rental store. Ooh. And you go. And that was the main activity. You go to the video rental store. The parents, mo- remember, a movie for yeah. mom and dad, and a movie for the kids. Yeah, I remember a little triple X for mom and dad. A little PG thirteen yeah. for little Steve. I remember exactly. after school hanging out in Blockbuster, just looking at what they had. I once dated a girl who I met in a Blockbuster, which I feel like is gonna be my like old man story. <laughs> yeah, then, like meeting at like the fucking soda fountain or something. How old yeah. are you? How old are you, man? Is that okay? Thirty two. Thirty two. Exactly. Uh, thirty three tomorrow. Oh wow! Ooh, he's yeah. a big By oh, the time yeah. this episode comes out, I'll be thirty. I'm excited for your party that's the age Jesus Christ died and it's the age Ava Braun was when she died I just thought of that (laughs) and more importantly that was the age I picked up everything and moved to New York 
Whoa. Forever changing my life. Yeah. Wow. So, Matt, maybe it's time for you to move to San Francisco. Move to San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Completely balanced, dude. Yeah. But we always had the thing. I always had the thing. Like, when I was a kid, I always wanted to work at the video rental store. And then mm. when we came of age, it didn't exist anymore. Well, what, did you watch Clerks and think Randall was really cool? <laughs> yeah, Randall. Yeah, obviously Randall. No, but also just, like, the thing. Like, even yeah. just seeing the help wanted put. Like, the actual people there. So I was like, wow, you just literally are watching movies and they would talk about, you know, and yeah. just, like, be dicks and be like, oh, gross. My thing was I would, my parents would rent movies and then the night before they would return them, I would take the movies if they had a nude scene and fast forward and pause at the nude scene <laughs> and return yeah. it, pause it. I'm sure they just take it and rewind it if that anything awesome. isn't rewound, but, oh, I thought I was killing it when the I did that. The movie with the best nude scene, I remember the movie with the simply the most pornographic nude scenes was Revenge of the Nerds. Did anybody ever see Revenge Species? of the Nerds? Species was a little pornographic. Yeah. Species had like full no, on sex scenes. Yeah, dude. I mean, Euro Trap. Oh yeah, but Eurotrip was later. I was oh, jerk, you know. Yeah. What I mean, like I was. Yeah, Eurotrip you have regular was, I could porn by the time I could get yeah, Google. I I How could, old are you? I'm your. I'm almost thirty-two. Okay, because yeah. yeah, for yeah, for me, I like by the time I was jerking off like eleven or twelve, maybe. Yeah, so Jesus, like, Matt. I hit it on the twelve, late twelve. 12 yeah. Late so that's 12. like 2002, 2003. Took me a while so by to that point, it out, though. by that point, I've already seen Shannon Elizabeth and American Pie. That's a good point. Yeah, Shannon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I you mean, saw her and you were like, my, my. Or like the tits in Airplane. <laughs> Remember in Airplane? Remember yeah. that classic scene in Airplane where just the tits just come at like, it's just like they're a, a moment of turbulence and then just like a woman. Yes. A topless woman just comes to the yeah. screen. What, do you remember the up. first movie tits you've ever seen? Starship Troopers, dude. Starship <laughs> Troopers. Yes. And it was with my, and honestly, it was with my mom in a hotel room. And oh like, it God. literally informed my sexuality like to the fullest extent. Like, uh, I just remember it was with my mom in a hotel room. And I remember her like covering my eyes. And I just remember just thinking like, it was in the co-ed showers in yeah. that movie. And I remember thinking like, God damn, like, the army is awesome. Like, God, I know. The dolphin, it's awesome. Isn't that cool? And it was such a disappointment. Like, that truly was the yeah. biggest disappointment. That, that was like, like that was such an iconic thing in that movie that just not it doesn't exist at I all. I know, like you want a co-ed <laughs> bathroom, you're like, damn, I'm going to shower with a fucking topless woman. Instead, you get co-ed bathrooms and you get sexually assaulted by a trans person. <laughs> <laughs> yes, here we go. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks for setting up a fucking false expectation. That's oh, the only yeah. thing that happens, dude. Love Starship Troopers. Love that movie. When was the last time you guys watched that movie? I haven't seen it. Oh, I dude, know. Money I, in the Bank, dude. It's yeah. one of the most original. Like, makes no uh, such a fucking good movie, dude. Yeah. Co-ed showers, and you get most of the most violent shit ever. That's a good movie. Come when did on. it come out? Nineteen ninety-seven. Okay. Jinx, <laughs> you owe him a call. Uh, that's a good time. Yeah, no, there's a lot of pop culture stuff that I missed out. Like, I saw some, like, certain things. I kind of, because I just lived in that era. But I never had, like, anytime other people had a thing that they were into, mine was always sports. We related. should have. That is an, actually a good idea for a podcast. Is like, yeah. you teach me an, an, a, a crucial thing. moment oh, in great. sports history. Another co-host <laughs> lost to a fucking side project. And well, then, everyone, thanks for watching the Joe Gorman pod. And then, and then I'll show you like that move, the, the big Joe movie Gorman that was like experience. on that weekend or whatever of okay. the same like congruent, yeah, of yeah. that sports event. And we find yeah, one exactly. that, I, yeah, me and you watch Game Seven of the 2003 <laughs> ALCS where Aaron Boone hits a walk off home run against the Red Sox. What year was that? What year? 2003. Okay, How about we watch? Yeah. That's then, the Super Bowl where uh, uh, Janice uh, Jackson's tit fell out. Huh? I think so. Either that or the next year. It was yeah. around that same That's time. That's the one yeah. we should watch. We Janet all have a good Jackson. little. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I, yeah. I, I, I was watching that, though. Gonna get you naked Classic. by the end of this song. And then he fucking pulled off her fucking 
breast flap. And we were like, what is it? What is yeah. that that she's wearing? And then like all of a sudden that fucking jewelry? milk just started spraying out of her titty and like fucking coating the entire field, dude. Yeah. Well, a game is postponed on account of soggy field. <laughs> Janice Jackson's titty milk. Yeah, I Janet do, Jackson. There are things from like the early 2000s that are just like in my brain. Like anything, uh, like all the music, anything like Blink-182, Linkin Park, Avril Lavigne, Michelle Branch. Like Dot MP3. That's I got to find out now what was happening that exact, like what was I watching on TV instead of. Instead of the of, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have to figure it. Literally, I'm sure I could find out. I found this great, um. Like Instagram of just like twenty five years ago, this is what was on Nickelodeon all day. And oh I yeah, remember, I like the full day. I'm just like I remember being home watching TV all day. That Look, day. Yeah. <laughs> what was on Nick Jr. during the nine eleven attacks? <laughs> yeah. You know, fucking oh, that's face, what I want to see. Face pops on. It was like, hey kids, <laughs> at nine fifty eight a.m. Muslim extremist hijacked a plane. <laughs> Up br- next is br- the Lakewood's br- br- window. I want Face to do the John Cena Osama yeah. Bin Laden announcement. <laughs> On Nick Jr. Br- hey, br- everyone, br- it's Face. We have compromised Osama Bin Laden <laughs> to a permanent end. <laughs> I just br- made a br- Mickey br- Mouse. But <laughs> it's true. Yeah, he, you did the Mickey Mouse up. He would horn. He would constantly horn Face. Yeah. Br- Does it scare br- you that the AI would have perfectly done that Face impression, Matt? Mm. Yeah, probably. Nice. Let's do, like, a slime time live, but with, like, pedophiles. And <laughs> you find out who the pedophile <laughs> is by who gets slimed. <laughs> is it the school principal? <laughs> the janitor? The librarian? Your teacher? That was, like, unforgivable in the 90s to have sex with a student. Now it's, like, celebrated. Now it's fun. Just having a good time. Yeah, if you're... That would be... God, I always wanted to have sex with my teacher. I... Spanish, are we, te- my are Spanish we teacher. On to the second episode yet? No, no, we're gonna stop and take a break in between. Bobby's gonna go do a set at the tiny cupboard. Okay, and yeah. when? Who? When do we? He's been such a blabbermouth this episode, anyway. Matt, stop it! He's hurting. <laughs> Every, he has you know, to save his voice for fucking the morning routine <laughs> podcast, dude. You know you how everybody got voice polyps? Yeah. You know how everybody always always wanted to fuck their third grade teacher? I'm not yeah, sure. Miss Scanlon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. did you want to save this for the Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> You want to say her first and last name? Joe just said the name of his teacher. Yeah, first of all, Miss I had Miss Dop, right? Miss Dop, right? Miss Dop. But she was Miss Lightman before she went. Like she had gotten married a couple years yeah. before, oh, and she would always bitch. talk about her husband, like Rod. She always, you know, use her husband in like examples of things, like oh, like say my husband Rodney does things like Rodney. But then, and then you killed. Rodney. But then, as you remember, a few years back, my dad was in the news. You recall yes. a few years back, was my he dad in the was in the New York Times. News. Yeah, he was in the New York Times. But then, so then, but is then, he also a broy comedian? But then my friend Freaking, yeah, Matt, yeah, this isn't about you. <laughs> <laughs> but then my, this freaking teacher reached out. She Facebook messaged me. This is a few years, 2017. She reached out to me. She was like, she was like, hey, like I saw your dad in the news, and I was just like, you know, it took a while for me to respond. But I was like, hey, Miss Dot. But I saw that she was back to Miss Lightman. Ooh. In the Dude, thing. I'm getting hard just hearing this. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey, Miss Dot. Parenthesis. I was like, hey, Miss Lightman. Parenthesis. Dot. Dash dash. I never liked Rodney anyway. Oh, <laughs> and boom, and then we we were t- we were chatting for Did a little fuck while. Her? No, but I really really wanted to. You'd be like Miss Dop. I didn't know. I how have to a get homework assignment, <laughs> and you're like, I hope this is an A plus. But she wanted. But I'll tell you what. She was like, I hear, I see you're doing stand up now. I'd love to come see a show. She's like, Ooh. and she would always be like, invite me to a show, and I'm like, I have none to invite. <laughs> <her> to. <laughs> Dude, you got to like you start <laughs> messaging people. Please put me up. I need <laughs> to do a spot. <laughs> I want to eat my third grade teacher. <laughs> pussy 
<laughs> see, God. I would I would have just been like, I actually need four people to come see me perform tonight. Can you be one of them? Yeah. Oh. Or can you yeah. bring bring three of your ugly friends? God, I didn't even think about that. Just in terms of like, I could have filled a bringer with that. Mm-hmm, you yeah. know, it's like I was so pussy minded that I'm not like, got you know, I gotta be more stage time minded. And I I had that cl- thought so when I was first started uh, comedy, and uh, the idea of bringer shows was made available to me, and I literally thought I'm like. Let's get four different girls to come see me. Nice. Like from dating apps. And then guess Compete. what, Steven? I could not do that. <laughs> you could never make I, it happen, I yeah. really, I crawled before I walked. Yeah. What was your dad in the news for? Um, he, uh, he's a, well, he's a journalist. He is okay. just a journalist. And he writes about like, uh, he writes about Trump shit nowadays. Did you yeah. read The Fire and the Fury? No. Steven's dad wrote that. Really? He did. Okay. What's the fire? <laughs> yeah. It was a book that came out about Trump a while back, and and it was one of those moments. It was just in that perfect moment of time where oh. Trump didn't learn yet that tweeting about stuff just I makes it more I've, successful. I don't know if I want to say your dad's name, but I feel like I've seen a Trump book say, with the yeah, you was can it say like Richard name. Wolf, Michael Wolf, Michael yeah, Wolf. Yeah, yeah I've seen shit. that. Yeah, okay, exactly. yeah, I've it's, seen like that name on a Trump book before. Oh shit! Oh, okay. this yeah. isn't now this gotten. isn't one of your little <laughs> sketches. No, no, this is you're not doing this little sketch. No, I know. And sometimes he always like sometimes yeah he always says it now too, and no one believes him, mm-hmm. which is the funniest thing. That's but not, everyone that's, believes that's him when he just <laughs> says I have a crush <laughs> on any exactly. female comedian. Matt, you have a fucking crush. Just get over it, dude. On who this time? <laughs> it's like embarrassing. Come on, Matt. Don't <laughs> don't make me say her name. That sets your heart aflutter. And it's one of those things like I don't name. feel bad talking about this at the in the last two minutes of yeah. the podcast because right. if you made it this far, you guys, hey, look, you're yeah. a fan. Yeah. Hey, you're <laughs> fan you deserve to know shit yeah um but uh yeah but that was uh I, but i want to fuck i still want to fuck that teacher though my nice point. dude you should write her, her a fu- you should send her a picture of your your dick and be like oh hey <laughs> i fucking finished that homework assignment <laughs> hey mrs d how about you get the mr d tonight there <laughs> you go. Dude. that'd be so cool wouldn't it though to have consensual sex with a teacher who, who doesn't like you know a teacher, that, <laughs> a teacher that you had. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, then, yeah. and uh. then you have her again. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's time for me to teach you a little something. Damn, mm-hmm. everyone's That's how to reassure out. a man yeah. that it's okay that he can't sustain an erection. <laughs> yeah. That's the dream. Sorry, that was me projecting a little bit. No, hey. <laughs> Project awesome. away. Steven, where can people find you? People can find me um, on the internet. <laughs> What's your Instagram? You search me. I'm at Steven Wolf. I'm around. Two I Fs. To, yeah, Stephen Wolf with a V. Two Fs, no E. I'm a hardcore rapper with there a hardcore go. beat. There you go. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Check out Bobby's new podcast, After Hours Podcast. The Before Hours Podcast. Before Hours Podcast. I got a little ahead of myself there. <laughs> It'll be coming on after you watch this. You can go over on YouTube and watch that. Unless you don't want to. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Yes, yeah, see Bye. you at the on the Patreon. <laughs>